everyone. Welcome to Shine a Light On. Today, we're continuing our How I Got Here series with reporter Sarah Clearman. Welcome, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me. To start, can you give us all a brief introduction to who you are and what you're up to currently? Yeah, uh, my name is Sarah Clearman, and I am a commercial real estate reporter at the San Francisco Business Times, which essentially means that I cover doing business and getting things built in the Bay Area. When did you become determined to be a reporter? Was it sort of spur of the moment or did you know since you were young or somewhere in between? It was kind of on and off again. I was on my high school paper, but sort of dropped seriously considering doing journalism as a career before deciding that, yes, it was something I wanted to pursue professionally around my sophomore year of college. So it something that I had experience with as a younger person, but hadn't always known that I wanted to work in. And this is sort of a, a vocab question for you because I'm not totally sure. Journalists and reporter, is it like squares and rectangles? Are they the exact same? No, they're, I would say they're the same. Um, I, I tend to introduce myself as a reporter just because I funnily think when you say you're a journalist, it sounds like you should be reporting from somewhere really serious. And most of the things that I'm reporting on are just like day-to-day business, but they're essentially the same thing. Okay. Thank you for that. And I know, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe you studied communications, media studies in college. So how impactful was that for your career? Yeah, I was, it's funny, like Santa Clara isn't necessarily somewhere that you would scout out if you knew from like a young age that you wanted to be a journalist. So I was like a calm major with a journalism emphasis. Anyway, so Santa Clara is not a place necessarily where you would maybe go if you knew that you wanted to be a journalist pre-college. But so a lot of my experience was working in in college, like working at internships and just getting experience in real newsrooms. Um, But I do think there were components of the comms major at Santa Clara that were helpful. I feel like you're really encouraged to think critically and sort of think holistically about storytelling. And those are certainly things that play into journalism. And I also had a a couple of professors who were really excellent and encouraging as well. In terms of getting your first sort of like reporting job, however you want to define that, like what would you recommend for people to get their foot in the door? I feel like I'm I'm probably going to mention this a couple of times. I feel like I mentioned when you reached out that a lot of it for me has been sort of luck, like just being in the right place at the right time, essentially. Um, I got my first full-time job in journalism. I had been applying to jobs all through senior year, which looking back, isn't necessarily the right thing to do or wasn't really a necessary thing to do. Um, But basically was working for a newspaper as an intern uh, on Cape Cod in Massachusetts. And I was like, every single night, I'm going to go home and apply to jobs for an hour. And like on the second week of doing that, applied to my current, or sorry, applied to my first position in journalism, which I found through a journalism jobs newspaper, uh, newsletter rather, which I really recommend. There are folks in the industry who send up like roundups of available positions because they know it can be hard to find a job that's right for you or it's hard to know like how recent is this listing or how serious are they about hiring somebody or is it entry level? Anyway, so um, scouting through those newsletters, I specifically was looking for a job in California at that point. Um, so I had, it was called West Coast Media Jobs, I think was the newsletter that I went through um, and applied and heard back from my editor from there, which was lucky. That's great. Also, I would consider a lot of sort of like getting a job. Part of it is always luck. But I know you mentioned too that you're on the paper at your high school and college as well at Santa Clara. 
No, I actually never did. I never did the paper at Santa Clara, which is silly. I, I should have, but um, I just kind of like got my heart set on working in a real newsroom. So I did internships rather than do the did the paper. That works. You got where you need to be. <laughs> if you were to start college over, which doesn't sound terribly <laughs> fun, but if you did, <laughs> is there anything you would do differently? I was thinking about this question. I don't think so. But I mean, for somebody, like I was thinking about this in terms of like, what would I tell a person who is like thinking about their college experience, et cetera, et cetera. Like I said, Santa Clara isn't necessarily a place where you would go if you would have this like long-term goal of being a journalist. Like I said, there's not even a journalism emphasis. I'm sorry. There's not even a journalism major. It's just an emphasis. Um, And like, I don't know very many people from Santa Clara that have gone on to work to journalism. That said, um, Santa Clara ended up being, I think, exactly what I needed. So I feel like the biggest takeaway that I have from this question is like, try not to panic if you're somebody that's at a school where you feel like you don't have a big network or there's like not a, a ton of alum working in journalism if that's what you want to do, because it is possible. Um, so I, I don't really think I would change anything. I feel like I ended up really benefiting from my time at Santa Clara and, and finding my way anyway. I guess going off of that, for any students going to a school where there is no major or maybe sort of like late in their student journey, they realize they want to become a reporter. What do you recommend for those people? How can you get experience without having experience in this field? I would recommend reach, I guess, maybe trying to educate yourself about the basics of journalism. Like I at least came to Santa Clara with the fundamental understanding of how journalism works, which I feel like is hard for me to think about now because I've been in the industry for a little while, but is maybe not so obvious to people who are not working in journalism. So there are certain like um, codes, like ethical, moral codes you sort of follow as a journalist that are important to understand or like the basics of interviewing or conflict of interest. Um, but beyond that, once you feel like you have an understanding of what it actually means to like work as a reporter, um, I mean, I would recommend reaching out to people in the industry because people are friendly. Journalists tend to be maybe not necessarily like social people, but I would say like conversational people and understanding, empathetic, Um, like try and reach out to somebody who maybe works in your local media environment, who can tell you how they got there. If there are freelance opportunities or internship opportunities. Um, I personally, my, one of my first like roles in a newsroom was an unpaid internship, which I recommend avoiding if you can, although a lot of local media, unfortunately, just don't have massive budgets to be paying interns. And I ended up having to take up like a, a second job while I was doing that. So again, that's super burdensome, I think. But if you if you find yourself with time to swing that, that's a way in. I'm not sure how much I would condone that, but that that kind of opportunity, that does exist. You mentioned the interview process, which I would also love to dive into because I'm not too familiar. What, from your experiences, what has sort of been like the typical flow? Of a job interview? I guess like the interview process. I know some jobs like in tech, you have to go through several rounds and then this and that. Is there anything sort of like typical or patterns you've seen? Interesting. I'm so like not familiar with tech, but I know that that's like the predominant um, industry around here. I, I guess like... Pretty much what people, what an employer is going to ask you for right off the bat is a cover letter and clips, like um, examples of articles that you've written previously. And I wouldn't, I would say, don't panic if you don't have those. You know, maybe try and figure out a way to, like I said, to freelance or send in different writing samples. Especially for an internship, I'm sure any kind of writing sample would work. But um, they want to see that you, you know, you know what it means to be a reporter, that you have like some experience writing. 
et cetera, et cetera. And then typically from there, if you can get a response back, I think it's probably much simpler than the tech interviewing process. Um, my first job, I just talked to my editor over the phone and then talked to my editor plus his, you know, city editor, business editor, which are kind of like your, your direct boss and your boss's boss type of deal. Um, and that was that for my current job, it was a little bit more intensive. I talked to like my boss and then my, you know, my managing editor and the assistant managing editor and the publisher, but you're essentially just, they want FaceTime with you to understand like who you are as a person. It's, it's nothing like overly complicated or they're not, I mean, some places do sit you down and ask you to take like a writing test. I've personally never been asked to do that at a job I've seriously interviewed for. So I've noticed you've covered a a diverse set of topics, just looking at some articles you wrote, which of course I'm sure depends on the paper you're working for, but how much of your experience has been choosing a topic yourself that you're interested in versus being told to write about something? I'm just curious overall of like the creative freedom as a reporter. So it's interesting, the two jobs that I've had in journalism, I was a wine industry reporter and now I'm a real estate reporter, which that's those are very different beats to write. Um, both times I applied to those positions knowing that those were going to be like the respective beats that I was going to cover. A beat is like an area of expertise. So in Napa, I was writing all about the business of the wine industry. And here I write all about commercial real estate and economic development. Um, so I probably wouldn't stray outside of my current beat, but like I said, I, I tend to write about doing business and getting things built. So that's like an incredibly broad, vague beat that intersects with a lot of other things. So within that realm, I'm pretty much welcome to write whatever I want. So long as it's not like trash, <laughs> like my editor, my editor's hearing my ideas, but it's up to me to decide what is news and what gets covered. But I probably wouldn't, for example, write a story about like San Francisco public schools or like I wouldn't be an education beat reporter unless, for example, like a public school was going to build a huge new campus or something. It would have to interact or intersect with business somehow for me to probably be okay to cover it. In your day to day, is it a lot of time like with yourself sort of researching things or do you go out and chat with a lot of people? What does that look like? We're kind of encouraged to do a mix of both things. Um, like my my bosses really encourage reporters to be out talking with sources because part of being a journalist is just hearing what people have to say and understanding like what they're thinking and what they'd like to hear more about. Um, but I definitely do spend a lot of time digging through like public records or just data to try and find out what's relevant right now because it helps to have a background in whatever you're talking about before you go out and approach like a real person about it, essentially. Switching gears a little bit. So obviously we mentioned earlier, I'm not as familiar with journalism as I am in in tech, but between one tech company and another, like someone with a software engineering role at one company versus a different company, it could look completely different. So since you've been to different organizations as a reporter, how does it look from your experiences? Is it kind of the, the same thing under a different umbrella or is it totally different? It just depends. I was also thinking about this question and I feel like I don't, I, I like software engineering also very foreign to me. So I'm trying to just imagine this in journalism terms. And I feel like the best comparison is like, let's like, just to be simple, I'll just call myself a housing reporter. Like I'm a housing reporter at the San Francisco business times. If I look at the San Francisco examiners housing reporter or the San Francisco chronicles housing reporter, and there are multiple people who fit that description. They have a similar day to days as I do probably. Like we all want the same thing. We all want to be reporting on the news 
Um, we want to be meeting with sources and like telling the stories and all that good stuff, but we're probably covering it through different lenses. For example, like, like I said, we're a business newspaper. So in my coverage, I'm thinking about like, how does this X event impact the business community? How does it impact people who want to build more housing or the people that want to like, you know, give the developers the money to build more housing versus where one of my like colleagues in the industry might be focusing on how does this impact the people who are going to live in that, you know, development or um, how does this impact like the city's, you know, stature within its other, how does it make, you know, San Francisco compared to the other places in the Bay area type of thing. Not to say that there's not overlap there because there very much is, but I think it's just more about like lenses and what your focus is. And then the other differences are probably just like the size of the newsroom you work in. Do you have a number of stories that you're expected to write each week? How engaged are your bosses? But I feel like that is probably something that happens in every industry where just like the people and the the details are slightly, slightly different. So we covered a little bit about journalists or reporters at, at different organizations or companies, but focusing in on like all the different reporters, like at, at your company, let's say. So like our last episode, I chatted with someone who's a technical writer or UX writer. They write all the stuff that you see like in applications or like in technical documents. And I asked her about branding and voice. And basically they have to do a whole training to like sound the same because one brand has to have like one voice essentially. Is that totally different? I mean, in terms of creative freedom, is it like purely your voice when you write something or is there something you have to do to align with sort of the voice and brand of where you're working? Um, there are definitely, so each each paper has a set style and that might mean, for example, that they abbreviate a certain term one way. Like for example, when I was working in Napa, when we would write COVID-19, it would be an all caps word, COVID-19. Whereas where I'm working now, it's just COVID capital C and then the rest is lowercase. I mean, that's a very simple difference, but there are stylistic things that we're asked to match up. And there's a whole broader category of style. There's like AP style, Chicago style, and those, those broader categories kind of dictate how you write certain words and like dates and things. Um, and then the business times also does something interesting, which is they encourage their reporters to sometimes write from the first person, which was very, um, foreign to me when I began, but it's like this idea that, um, if a source told you something specifically, like you should emphasize that. Like if you're the one that got this information and nobody else has it, like you want to say like, so-and-so told me that X, whereas at Napa would never put myself into an article. So they're just, they're minor stylistic differences. Otherwise, most of the people I work for are just excellent writers anyway, and sort of churn out their own voice and their, their pieces. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was just curious, but that makes sense. So I'm also curious, in hindsight, what part of your path, this, this could be any point of your life leading to now, do you think was absolutely necessary in order to become a reporter? And maybe specifically while you were a student, if you have an example, but what do you think was totally necessary and no regrets about it? Yeah, I think, interesting question. I think the like work experience that I got while at Santa Clara was really crucial. Um, it just gave me a sense of like, what is it like to work in a newsroom you know, who are the people you'd be working with? Um, I happened to meet a boss of mine while I was an intern, uh, while I was a student at Santa Clara, I was an intern in this newsroom. And I met my, my college boss who was like, to this day, we keep in touch. We're like very friendly. I, I always like getting my past two jobs. I've called him for recommendations both times. He's like somebody I could call to and say like, do you think this looks like a good deal? 
Um, so that's been very formative. So I guess my answer is like, go out there, try and get your experience and try and meet people who can like orient you. And, and I mentor maybe is the right word for that. Yeah. That's great advice. Obviously no bias, but at Opal, we, we, we agree with you there. And then was there anything looking back on the flip side that caused maybe some unnecessary stress? You look back and you're like, I didn't need to do that for my career. I feel like I mentioned really briefly that senior year, I was like incessantly applying to jobs. And if I could go back, I'd be like, just chill out. You don't need to be doing that. Like, I feel like a lot of business people by nature of their positions, like they get hired on the summer before senior year. And I remember being like, wow, I would love to have this all figured out. But that's typically just not how it works in journalism, unless you're doing like some fellowship or something like prestigious like that. Like most jobs want you to start within a month of when you apply. And I was also applying to like a lot of very big name papers, like the the LA Times. I can't remember if I applied to the New York Times. I probably did. But they, these were just places where like, yeah, that would have been excellent, I'm sure. But I probably would have just been so unequipped to handle working in a massive newsroom like that. Um, so in the few instances where people have asked me for career advice, I always say, I'm like, don't be above any specific outlet just because they're small. Like sometimes those community newspapers, I think offer the most valuable experience because you're really understanding what it means to be like a beat reporter in a place and time. Um, and so probably just like, you know, don't turn down any opportunity or don't think that you need an opportunity of a certain like prestige to be doing basically. From your mentors and network, is it typical to sort of start at a smaller, more local newspaper and then, and then growing from there? I feel like it depends. Um, a lot of the people that I know personally, just given that I've worked with a lot of them, have have done that, have started at a small paper and then kind of worked their way up. Um, I, I certainly know of people who either went to like really prestigious journalism schools or just worked their, their butts off and ended up at a big paper right away, which is awesome too. Um, so I feel like there are lots of paths. It seems like maybe the most important thing is just to find places where you see yourself like learning and growing and getting better so if your goal is to like jump to somewhere bigger, you could feasibly do that. Yeah. I guess uh, going off of that, how did you know you were interested in these these places you've worked in the past? Is it just sort of purely what people have written there or did you actually chat with employees? I, rem- I don't, I'm trying to think about what drew me. I think Napa I was interested in um, because I mean, everybody knows Napa Valley, like you may not know the Napa Valley register, but you would, you would know Napa. Um, and so I thought it was kind of a neat opportunity to be like you're as the wine industry reporter, you're writing about something that a lot of people are, are interested in, like Napa Valley wine. You could probably go anywhere in the world and, and somebody would know what that was basically. So I was like, this is a really cool chance to write something that people are going to pay attention to. Not that attention should be your final goal, but I was like, that just seems like a really unique opportunity um, and I, I was like, this is in the Bay Area. I at least have like an understanding of where this is because literally right before that, I applied to a random job in Idaho. I was just throwing applications everywhere, just being like, somewhere take me, please. Um, and then San Francisco, I started freelancing actually in college. So like I started writing just like incidentally for a publication that asked me to write about real estate, basically when I knew nothing about real estate at all. Um, but over time, I was like, wow, this is interesting. The Bay Area has such a pronounced housing crisis. We have such a strong like economy here. Many of those things overlap with the stuff that I cover. So I'm just genuinely interested in in my beat, which I do think does help. Like if you hated your beat, I don't I can't imagine that would be very fun. Right. 
yeah, it's with any job, I'm sure. Like if you just aren't passionate about it, it's it's gonna suck. Moving on a little bit, I'm sure there are many myths and misconceptions about journalism. I feel like because when I think of a reporter, I think of like TV shows I've watched or movies <laughs> and the reporters there. But what what is a myth or misconception about this role that you kind of want to clarify or debunk for people? I feel like from a career advice standpoint, what I would say, like when I was applying for journalism jobs and just trying to get my foot in the door, I had this like somehow idea like, everybody else in the industry like somehow knew somebody or had gone to like one of, like I said, those crazy schools. Um, and that used to really frustrate me because I'm, I'm not from a background. Like nobody knows. I don't know anybody. I didn't know anybody in journalism. So I was like, Oh, everybody has to know somebody. Like I'm never going to get a job as a reporter, blah, blah. But ultimately not true. Like you can be your own, you know, networker. I wasn't super tuned into like jobs and networking and resumes and all that good stuff as a, as a college student, I probably should have been a little bit more, but all to say that it's not an industry where like, at least I believe, right. That, um, your connections are going to surpass your merit. Like if you're a good reporter, it's, it's going to show up. So no worries about the nepotism side. That's a great one to debunk for anyone who's a little anxious about that. And for you personally, Sarah, what are you hoping for in the next step in your career? A new, a new beat, a new place. What are you thinking? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny because if you had told me like when before I started this job that I'd be right here right now covering this beat for this publication, I probably like would not have believed you just because I feel like we tend to do that to ourselves. Like we undervalue ourselves or we don't see ourselves like adequately making the best the next step. But I so I sort of almost feel like I'm I'm still in the next phase, if you will. Like I'm still learning a ton at my current job and I I already know that there's so much that I don't know, but I do work alongside a lot of people who are like just the most like intelligent, relevant, like well-written reporters that they just like know what their readers want to read. They know their beat. They can put out a story in like five minutes if they have to, if something crazy happens, because they just have this like understanding of what they're writing about. So I feel like for me, more than like a new place or a new beat, that's like the next step is just continuing to work toward like that kind of excellence, if you will. Our, our last question is, is always the same. Do you have any last words of wisdom for anyone interested in your job? Uh, the one piece of advice I would say, when I was a senior at Santa Clara, I li- I'm not kidding, I called every single recent graduate. And by recent, I mean like the last decade that I was working in journalism because there were, I mean, there were like maybe six that I knew of. And I asked my journalism teacher, I was like, do you have students that are working in journalism? And there just weren't very many. Um, but I reached out to all of them and my memory is all of them getting back to me, like every single one. And they all made time, um, to talk to me on the phone and like answer my anxious little questions and like tell me about themselves. And I just feel like you have to just like try and reach out to people. Everyone gets, it's like hard being, you know, entry level and getting your foot in the door and people genuinely want to help you and want to give you advice so I feel like my advice to people who are trying to get in the industry would just be like, reach out, like start, start poking around, send a cold email. That's literally how I got one of my, one of my internships. Like I cold emailed my suit would be editor and like asked if he would tell me about basically his life. And he was like, sure, which is ridiculous because what editor has time to do that? But he did. And then I ended up getting a job at that paper because he, at the end of our phone call was like, oh, we're hiring for interns. Like, are you going to apply? And I was like, yes. And he was like, okay, it's good to know. Like I, I can tell you get it. And I was like, I don't even know what that means, but I'm happy to, I'm happy to apply. So I did. 
anyway, I would say just, just put your name out there, put your, just give it a go. That's great. Thank you for joining us. Great chatting with you. Yeah, you as well. To anyone tuning in, thank you for joining us. As always at Opal, we shine brighter together and we'll see you next time.